0: Guten Tag. Welcome back to Evie's and Helper Donny's podcast number seven.
1: We have a title now? <laughs> awesome. Yes. Okay, cool.
0: This is Veronica and Don Wright.
1: Yeah. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome back. We we uh, took a week off because we were on a little bit of a vacation, kind of a delayed honeymoon. So we had a nice time in, in Cancun. But now we're back in beautiful winter.
0: Yes, I love the winter in Wisconsin. It's the best thing that ever happened to me.
1: I can hear your sarcasm a little bit. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you enjoy it a little bit. I mean, we went cross-country skiing. We yeah, went hiking you this weekend. Yeah, so.
0: like the beginning of the winter, the first snow, the second snow, the third snow. But at some point, you're like, okay, when is the spring coming? Yeah,
1: and we got to shovel the driveway again, which you yeah, love. Uh,
0: yes, it is fun. Okay. I like snow, but it's just long and cold and i really i think i understand now why everybody is going to florida yeah. or all these nice um sunny places in the winter time but anyways
1: yeah so uh, honey in the future now that you're getting successful with your business we can have an office in florida and just go down there for the summer
0: sounds very good <laughs> no, okay so we were thinking that today we talk about a very hot topic at least for yeah. us because we get so many questions all the time, and you read about it all the time everywhere. When people talk about electric vehicles, one of the first things they come up with is, oh my gosh, the electric range. It's yeah. not, I can't go far enough. And this is what they call range anxiety.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we kind of touched on it a little bit. At the car show, you know, we saw huge battery packs in the GMC Silverado and the Hummer. Uh, and then, of course, smaller battery packs. You you did a great post on LinkedIn about the different efficiencies of vehicles, which I think is very important. But we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about range anxiety and, and the real world aspects of it that I don't think people kind of grasp. And, you know, I always talk about how people apply the you know, the traditional engine kind of refill strategy, which is, hey, I'm going to run the tank down until it's at a quarter tank of gas or less. And then I have to go to a gas station. I have to pump gas into the car, which doesn't take long. But, you know, it's, you don't do it every day, of course, because you don't want to. And you don't have to because you can get a lot of range. But this is, a, you have a different opportunity with an electric car. However, you didn't really understand why everybody asked you about electric range when you came to America until you lived here, right?
0: I mean, it's a little bit a different topic here talking about electric range than in Europe or in Austria because just the, the distance between places that you want to go to is just so big.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, t- we normally take road trips like... I mean, I think if we have a road trip for three or four hours... It feels like nothing to us now. I mean, seven or eight is a normal one. So people here
0: in the U.S. they really drive more than five, six hours on one take, and maybe really they only stop one time for snacks, for the the bathroom, and for snacks. um so it's it's i think it's very different and i realize it only now especially in the midwest and every time i want to go somewhere i'm so shocked because on the map it looks like hey yeah it's just around the corner and then it's three four five six seven it's just
1: around down the bottom of like michigan it's no big deal five hours later we're still in chicago
0: but so maybe so what is electric range yeah can you explain that oh
1: okay Yeah, sure. So, I mean, electric range is, if you have a fully charged vehicle, it is the range that you can drive until you are down to 0%. So, you normally don't have, you know, three quarters of a tank, half a tank, a quarter of a tank, you know, typically it's 0 to 100%. It's just like your cell phone or
0: anything. So, 100% battery, state of charge, we call it, is like a full tank. Yep. And then you drive a certain mileage and of course the state of charge goes down yeah
1: but but you also have to remember and this is why you know using a navigation system in a, in a electric vehicle or a battery electric vehicle is important you also recover energy when you brake. So if you slow down or if you go down a hill, um, you can recover that energy, and actually your range is extended a little bit longer. Yeah. So that's 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 one of the biggest benefits that you get with a hybrid or electric vehicle.
0: Yeah. So and then I think lots of times people are like, oh. Uh, are we beyond 20 miles already with battery electric vehicles of range? Like, Let's talk a little bit about the typical electric range that we see for different cars right now.
1: Yeah, so I mean, in the chart that you posted on LinkedIn, it was really great because you could really see that, you know, everything that we were finding at the at the Chicago Auto Show, they, you know, the smallest one, I think, had a range of still more than 200 miles. Um, and, you know, for most people, that's going to cover more than 80% of the driving that they ever do. And uh, yes. that's even a couple days of daily driving. Um,
0: so battery technology is really that far that you have at least 200 miles, 250 is almost an average right now. And then you can find some, you know, extended Um, higher capacity electric vehicles with maybe 300 miles so
1: but with one caveat now the I think this this range here is for the summertime but what happens in the winter honey
0: yeah (laughs) so the battery is affected by temperature
1: yeah not just the battery but the whole car because you know In a traditional car, the heat that comes in the cabin is from the engine. Yes. So it's a byproduct of the engine running is the heat. But in an electric car, you have to convert electricity to heat, which then, of of course, consumes more energy. Exactly.
0: We have maybe two main contributions. The performance at lower temperatures of a battery is lower than at room temperature or high temperature. And then you also have additional energy that you need for heating yep. the cabin and stuff yep. like this. Yep. So this is why you also very often see a range of electric range, like from 250 to 320 miles, for example, where then the 250 would be for very cold weather and 320 for normal or higher temperatures.
1: Yep. Yeah, and and mainly it's because uh operation at very cold temperatures for the batteries um also can be bad for it. So they they don't want to fast charge uh, when it's really cold so and,
0: and then you need to heat the temperature yeah, you got to heat the batteries when- a
1: little bit. This is what we'll be doing yeah. in the Jeep.
0: So but I think people are really anxious that they are running out of battery immediately. Right. And this really this is not the case. Like even if it's uh like here in Wisconsin, true story, -20 degree <laughs> Um, you can drive your car, you can sure, and you can still get your maybe eighty percent of the normal range, so it's not like you you're freezing down and you stop immediately
1: yeah yeah there was a there was a big huge ordeal I guess a couple months ago or weeks ago there was a a huge traffic jam in the east and everybody was like oh my gosh people were stuck on the highway for two days and they would have died in electric vehicles and then there was lots of analysis that said that you know hey these these electric vehicles just running the electric heater would have lasted probably longer than the engine powered vehicle so there's a it's also funny there's a lot of hype in both directions
0: yeah And so maybe then we can talk a little bit about um, your mindset thoughts, you know, that you have to change your mindset and how you use an electric vehicle. If you're used to a combustion engine car, you have to change a little bit. So what do you mean by that?
1: Yeah, so I mean, the nice thing with an electric vehicle, and here we're primarily talking about electric vehicles that you can plug in, you have the opportunity to basically top off the uh, fuel tank you know when you come home at night you just plug it into the wall it charges up overnight but you're only having to recharge what you use during that one day and you know a lot of people say is what what people don't realize is every morning when they wake up they have a full tank and they don't have to do anything and so then they just drive around for the day you know and most of the electric vehicle people that I know, they all know the grocery stores, the restaurants, the parking lots that have charging stations. And most of them, you go there and you can plug in and charge for free. So you're always charging up your battery and it's very simple yes. and very so straightforward.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's really not like that you're going to a gas station once in two weeks or once a week. But yeah. every time you go somewhere, theoretically, or I mean, if there is a charging station, you plug it in. So it will...
1: But I mean, that's the nice thing. Every place you go, at least in yeah. America, will have electricity. And so there is the means to put a charging station. And, you know, you don't have to, you know, this is other the other fallacy is, you know, you don't have to fast charge from 0% every time. Most of the time, you're just going to be trickle yeah. charging from 80 90% because to fill up.
0: These times that they always talk about, like, 20 minutes for a Tesla to fast charge from 15% to 80% state of charge. So this is what they all talk about. This doesn't happen very often.
1: Right. It's only when you're really taking long road trips and you want to stop, you want to run into a restaurant, have a cup of coffee, have a quick bite to eat, and you hope you can get 80% of charge in that 20, 25 minutes. That's the only time you probably ever have to charge in you know, a large quantity like that. The rest of the time, you're going to be just trickle charging it every night when you go to the office, when you go to out to dinner, when you go to Costco. And yep. so we have to change our mindset a little bit. And I think we have the, the ability or the, or the capability to do it with electric vehicles.
0: Or the opportunity
1: (laughs) Uh, Even better Thank you (laughs) Um, My non-English speaking wife To correct my English Of course
0: Anytime Um, Yeah And we see more and more Charging stations uh, Here in the Midwest also Like Electrify America You really see a lot of them now in our area too. And recently I have seen that they are now installing a whole charging network around Lake Michigan. Every 30 miles there will be a charging station. So I can't wait to do this EV road trip thing around the the lake this will be so beautiful yeah
1: that will be fun and the great thing about the midwest is most of them are empty because there's not many electric vehicles here at so oh yeah we're we're still (laughs) we'll not have to queue yeah we're excited to get the jeep running so we can drive around and park in places unfortunately you know, one of the legislation things that we were pulling for here in Wisconsin failed. They blocked the the recharging, being able to charge by the kilowatt hour. Um, but we won't talk about that. So yeah. unfortunately, I think WE Energy is a little bit strong here in Wisconsin. Um, and for some reason, they blocked it. I got to look into more of the arguments about why. Um, basically, you know, store owners and restaurant owners wanted to put charging stations in their parking lot and be able to charge people on a kilowatt basis to charge their electric vehicles to generate a little bit of income or at least pay for the charging station but this is completely forbidden so now they have to basically put them in open them up to be free of charge or they have to charge rent for the parking space and this is a huge hassle so this was really a frustrating thing so
0: Yeah,
1: I wonder if the other legislation passed the one about solar well we got to look into that we got
0: to look into that so the different options that you have to charge your electric vehicle is of course overnight in your garage which is very very common here in the US or I mean if you're living in an apartment maybe you have a a garage a shared garage with everybody yep. there will be charging stations and then of course if you're on the road then there are restaurants and hotels yep. where you can charge and of course specific charging stations on the highways yeah but then there is something very very um, exciting for the first time happening in the u.s in yeah. detroit yeah and this is...
1: Yeah, um, you wrote about it in your book, so it must <laughs> that must be why it's coming here.
0: Yes, exactly. It's electrical roads, so charging your vehicles from the road while you're driving it.
1: Yep, so they use an inductive pickup, for those technically inclined out there, an inductive pickup. So they actually, you know, kind of like how you... Uh, you know, nowadays, m- many smartphones, you can just put the smartphone on a charger. You don't actually have to plug a cable in. Um, it's something very similar that can happen while you're driving down the road.
0: Yep. So this is at least one of the technologies that yep. they're using. And Karen Ebbinghaus from the startup Elon Road that I interviewed for my book, Um, that's a Swedish startup. She would use this technology for yeah. her company. Uh, but the one in Detroit is wireless. Yeah. Yep. And,
1: it, and it's really cool because... You know, I think it's, was it Sweden that they said? That- yep.
0: If you have 6,000 kilometers of electrical roads installed in Sweden, your battery does not need to have a bigger size than 20 to 40 kilowatt hours. And you can go everywhere yep. without range anxiety. And this is what Karen, she calls it range happiness. Yep. And just to compare that, because this is really important, like uh, a typical Tesla has a battery size you know the the tesla model 3 the small range one is i think 60 something kilowatt hours so 20 to 40 that's um a third or two thirds of this small tesla battery so that's a very very small size battery which is wonderful because you don't need so many raw materials it's not so heavy and so it's cheaper,
1: actually. So cheaper. if you think about it, so in electric vehicles, I think something like 40 to 50 percent of the oh, yeah. price of the vehicle is the battery. And if you can now reduce the battery down to one third of the size because you have you're always recharging the battery, that's essentially one third of 50 percent reduction in cost of the electric True. vehicle. So that that's really a huge benefit.
0: I always forget to talk about cost. Yes, you?
1: that's very important. <laughs> so, so
0: electrical roads. Yeah. I'm really curious to see that happening in Detroit. They will do a pilot yeah, program yeah. where then really the idea is that buses, cars, normal cars, your private cars, whoever has this technology implemented in the cars can then just drive on these roads and charge up while driving. I, yeah. I think this is just yeah. fascinating. And can you imagine like, how many times are we going from Wisconsin to Michigan if on the very very same if I94 road
1: had a, was an electric road, you could basically drive from Milwaukee to Detroit without recharging. without a battery. <laughs> <laughs> not a battery basically yeah so so of course as you can imagine you have to have special roads so there's a lot of infrastructure there but you
0: can add it to existing yeah. roads
1: so but but another very cool thing that is is yeah. what they call is a swappable battery or a modular battery so this is another uh another technology where you can have a smaller battery in your car for when you're doing your day-to-day driving. Uh, And then only when you want to have a bigger battery, you go to a station and then they put like a second or a third battery in your car and then you can have the longer range. And so what this does is it helps and then maybe you pay an extra fee for that month at the time when you have those extra batteries. Uh, But then this will get the weights down. This will get the cost down. um, And really you have a size of a battery for that application or for the time you're using it. So I think there's really... It's really exciting because not only is, is the electric vehicle movement picking up speed, but new technologies, new applications of these technologies are enabling different ways of driving and owning vehicles and this is really cool.
0: Yes, and this modular swappable concept that you're talked about is really fantastic. So yep. we are big believers in that yep. concept.
1: Yep, and so actually one of, you know, we were thinking about if there's a possibility of doing it in the Jeep, we would like to do it as well. So we know of a a new startup that's out in in Oregon, which we maybe we'll talk about someday, Um, but they have a modular battery concept that we're talking to them about. And it would be really cool if we can use something like that, you know, with our with our vehicles as well. Yeah. So.
0: So can we talk about range happiness now instead of range Absolutely. anxiety? Absolutely, range happiness. Everybody?
1: Yep, yeah. <laughs> so good. So uh, got a little bit technical in this one, but we wanted to talk about topics that, that people are asking us about. Hope it was entertaining and, and enlightening maybe. Um, if you have any feedback one way or the other, let us know. Yep. And.
0: Uh, and talk to you next week. Talk to
1: you next week. Have a great day, everybody.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye. Good night. Good night? (laughs) Yeah, it's evening for us. Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) It's almost nine, nine, so it's time to go to bed. bed.
1: (laughs) We might be early risers and early betters. (laughs) That was a long one.